Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. So, Logan, as we closed out the last episode, which you won't have been privy to, I was speaking about Persona 4 Golden. So you can cast your mind back as to when that was recorded, because you was complaining about how cold it was. Good so, lord, and, really? And at the moment, we're talking about cookboxes being installed sort of from, from 11 o'clock onwards. It gets too hot in these, these offices and whatnot. Anyway, I gave my kind of my review for that. And I think you'd queried me saying, well, you, why are you playing the fourth one? You know, there's four others, you know, or three others, sorry, at the time, and, and yeah. also a fifth. Why are you doing that? And I basically gave my reason, saying that basically one and two are non-existent on modern platforms and they're not really in the style of what they are today. Three, four, and five are all available. Um, so it was a choice between those three. And I kind of opted for four as it was a bit, bit in the middle. But one of the mm. reasons why I gave for not starting with Persona 3 was there was a rumour that Atlas were working on a Persona 3 remake. And yes. uh, that would be the more desirable way to play that. Given these aren't direct sequels, you know, they're loosely connected with some little Easter eggs and whatnot, but they're not direct mm. follow-ons in terms of characters. Well, we got the Persona 3 Reload announcement so this was actually planned for the xbox conference atlas posted it to their own instagram page two days early so they really blew that for <laughs> phil and co letting that little... i love that <laughs> how does that happen well I, I don't know if it's intentional or not it I can't mean, be it won't someone blows the marketing in the marketing department looks at the dates and go oh like it, it could be as simple as that but I know, the, they're uh, ahead, I know they're ahead in Asia, but not that far ahead. Well, like, the cynic in me says they're they're that they'll they want the direct attention. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Maybe like, it could be you sort of go to them, and you go to Phil, and you go, "Yeah, sorry, someone in marketing chuffed that. Yeah, um, I hope right. that's okay. Kind regards." Bye. So do you know what I mean? It's kind of like gets framed as an innocent mistake, I suspect, but. Um, so you're saying they did it on purpose? Interesting. Well, I mean, they're being ac- accused in the first three minutes of the podcast, which is fine. We like to accuse. These things are very rarely, quite usually, quite tightly controlled. They should like, be, yeah, and they for for good reason. Um, Particularly when the publisher and developer involved, they're the ones that blew it. Like we get the odd retailer leak where yeah. I don't know, like Tesco used to put up. Store store pages or, or product pages for stuff that wasn't out. And it had release dates, and people go, "Oh, they've, they've leaked the release date." But that's a third party entity that's doing that. That's kind yeah. of not expected. You still would expect them to do better, but you can understand how that happens when it's the actual <laughs> people yeah. that are making the game are involved. It's in, a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, maybe they, they, I agree. We should do it on purpose. But it did it did show actually that my strategy has paid off. So well, I, the rumor mill comes to uh, comes to fruition. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think when we, I believe when we spoke about it, it might have been when you were deciding to do Persona Five and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're thinking, um, how do I, how do I go about this? And you said at that point, well, it's a bit clunky. 
to go back and play that OG version. And there's yeah. rumors that they'll be doing a new one or a re- remade version. So you'll wait for that. Yeah. And uh, it's nice when a plan comes together, right? Yeah. Particularly when it's all basically speculation. Um, but no, that's coming to so Persona 3 Reload will be coming early 2024 to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC Switch. Where will you play it? Cut. Well, it's on that Game Pass. Yeah. So it's a... Why not at this stage? You know, yeah. it, it may as well be used. Um, and, and I may as well play it on that. And I'll probably try and clear a schedule for that. That may, that may take... It's going to take something pretty special to for me not to dive into that day one. So that's, I'm surprised how much you've taken to sound like Persona. It doesn't I seem like your your well, archetypal type of game. It's got those stories as well, isn't it? Those bonds, those characters. That's what it's. Yeah, but it's and and oh, to be honest, the turn-based stuff isn't as intimidating as I just assumed turn-based games yeah. were. I mean, as, as I've mentioned before, Pokemon being the the main experience and exposure. That's like kids' first turn-based game. Any old toss can can get through yeah. that. But you know, it was not as they were not as difficult as I, as I was expecting. And with Persona Five Royal in particular, which I have kind of finished, I'm just doing some extra bits and pieces, just poking and prodding around the game before I want to sit down and talk about it. But I'm basically done with the with a run through of the campaign. Um, they've got it into a place where it's far more playable. That's sort of the headline, and I'll discuss that more on a, on a later edition. We'll sit down and get that out but no sounds good exciting and also it means that this metaphor re-fantasio is that it fantasio i think um that's been made by the director of the persona 3 4 and 5 games um, and it's and it's a fantasy setting so probably going to be similar sort of structure mm. just with a completely different vibe to it so that's now mm. on the menu that's looking to be looked at at some point a whole that's new ready. world Yep, and who knows if Persona 6 comes out in the next five years now. I mean, I don't know what they're, they're playing at, but we'll find out. Anyway, I wanted to mention that because some people have gone, oh, hang on, he said the, there's a, there ain't a remake yet. And I was like, well, it literally happened the day the freaking <laughs> podcast went live, so it was, it was unavoidable. But there we go. That's our little opening bit. Let's break out and introduce the podcast. You've got apps here and Logan, who I'm joined by the current FGL Grand Prix winner and he's competing for the coveted FGL Championship. This is Idle Game Chat, Deep Digital's flagship video game podcast. We chat a little bit about the industry and then usually end the podcast with a impression of a video game or hardware or something of that ilk to close out the show. So it's a grassroots independent endeavor. So patreon.com forward slash Deep Digital is the main place to go to join the core community. Hashtag hands in them pockets. But if live streaming is your thing, twitch.tv slash DimpDigital is the place to go. Lots of destiny going on with Hall at the moment, who clearly hates it, but just can't pull himself away from playing Destiny 2. It's a... I said it back in in 2013 or whenever the first one, 2014, whenever it was. I said this is a syndrome, and and that's how Destiny Syndrome got installed, and it's still going on 10 years later almost. Cured me. Yeah, well... Interesting that because I didn't think it was curable for you. I feel like you sort of well, broke off yeah. after our Destiny Two escapades, and that was it. Once the once the main crew had like just collapsed under the pressure of anger and stress, 
there was no going back for you. Whereas Hall obviously went back in a, with smaller yeah. groups and also with Dave's lot to try and rekindle that. that it's hard it. when it's like a drug, right? When you got if you're surrounded by the by a load of other addicts, it's easy to 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 get <laughs> easy to get back into it. But I think at some point with some most things, to be fair, you have to draw a line, especially with mm. games. You have to go right. That's done. I've done it with Warzone. Yeah. Done it with various things. You sort of just have to go look. This I can be brought back, but yeah. unless there's something phenomenal that happens. But every time, when Dave was streaming, wow, the other day I dropped in to say hi, and I said, "What's what's this de new Destiny update?" And he was just like, "Well," and I was like, "Why? Like, when was the last time one of these Destiny updates come out or a new release, yeah. whatever it was?" And everyone went, God! "Like, it just doesn't happen." So, you know, it's a shame. But there we go. Is it a shame? Don't know. Yeah. We'll see, won't we? That's all coming to an end, that Destiny arc. Like, the light and the dark stuff that started in OG Destiny has been going on for, you know, I said, almost a decade now. The final expansion next year is supposedly going to wrap mm. it all up. And those that well, have seen I actually the trailers... Enjoyed, I actually enjoyed... I didn't... It wasn't a deep story, and it wasn't... No. It's sort of, like, hugely interesting lore. But I quite liked, and I was involved, and I liked the original OG playthrough and the story... But as with most things and most of these series, if you keep it going too long, you go, right, this yeah. is getting out of hand now. And I, I think that was a problem with Destiny. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, it's a, mechanically, it's a great game. Like, mm. there's no two yeah. ways about it, but how long does that keep your interest? It's, well, it's, it's interesting that Bungie now, owned by Sony and, and you know, PlayStation by Proxy, yeah. they, um, there was actually some reporting, which we didn't, <laughs> we didn't talk about a few weeks ago, that, Basically, the the live, the live service push that Sony and their, some of their studios are going for are all kind of being run through Bungie to stress test and see whether it's got yeah. the legs on the back end to run as a live service. But mm. I think the point you raise there is the is the key point. The reason for me, in large part, that Destiny succeeds is because of how well it plays. You can yeah. have the best supported post game and you know battle pass you know set up in the world, but if the fundamental gameplay is not of quality, you're not mm. going to keep people in. And I, I, it's a, it, from a first-person shooter perspective, yeah. I don't think that there's many, if any, that do it better. No, like I, I, I love the way the game plays and feels, and is that's what keeps you going through replayed content over and yeah. over again. Um, it's not particularly the actual content and the no. way they run it. I mean, no. it's good that they change things up and the way that they've historically introduce new things weekly challenges and all dailies and all that kind of stuff they do that but as you say fundamentally it's the core gameplay that makes you want to continue not yeah. particularly the life service elements so that's a good point yeah and so that's it's gonna be interesting when sony starts dropping these live service games yeah I, I, oh, in my head oh, sorry yeah go on, go on. No, I was going to say, when you compare that to Halo, like Halo didn't play bad, though. No, but like, Halo played actual... really well, but the yeah, but yeah, it but needed the, it needed the, the bungee eyes bit. to go, right, yeah. you've got that bit nailed down, We're not gonna... but you need to do this on your roadmaps and whatnot. They could have done with... Oh, can you imagine? Which is if ironic, went... because they're the creators of Halo, oh, which no. started off as a single player and like a, Bring a, them back. a normal arena shooter, and you know, it'd have been funny to have them cast their eye over that and say, we're actually now the live service specialists. And they must uh, have been cackling at Halo. Uh, I mean, it, there must be something satisfying about not being involved in it and seeing that happen. Like, you must be looking <laughs> over sure the road. Man. 
I'm sure there's some spitefulness that, that think mm. that way and, and do it, but but no, I was gonna. What I was gonna say was that it'd be interesting when these Sony games start dropping because I just mm. in my head, like sixty, seventy percent of these are going to end up in failure. So how does that affect your brand when you drop live service game X and it doesn't stick mm. and it, it ends up in the toilet? Then the next yeah. time you do live service game Y, like how many times can they do that before the brand suffers? Even if they are still doing their single player yeah. stuff, which after Spider-Man, who knows what the fuck they're doing? Like they've literally mm. shown nothing for next year. Mm. I just think that they're in danger of trying to, trying to catch the wave of live service, which is really difficult to do. And if you have like two or three failures on the bounce, what does that do for mm. their image? What do people just say? Well, you, what, what's going on here? I don't. It's funny with this whole live service thing. So I don't particularly like it, and I don't no, think many no one, people particularly does. There's not enough room for this many. Yeah, that's, well, there's that. that. That's it's the problem. Like fatigue, isn't it? Of every game. I mean, if if I go through what's on my xbox at the minute i've got warzone still installed which is essentially live service battle yeah. pass and things going on you've got rocket league which has done the same thing through epic games they've installed all of that it's funny isn't it rocket league think about that yeah. that landed on the playstation as an exclusive and was day one on playstation plus there was clearly a relationship yeah. there had yeah. sony been the frame of live service back then they was mm. in a great position to snap them up and and do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Epic saw it and went, "Well, we'll do that then. Thank you." And we'll do the same yeah. with uh, what's that other one called? Not Fall Guys, the Battle Royale one where you're sort of doing. It's not almost like it's a knockout. Um, oh, I've played oh. it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll find yeah, it yeah, anyway. Yeah. But those um, two in particular both dropped on PlayStation as an exclusive and day one in their you know PlayStation yeah. Plus, and then. They were they scurried away, and they would have been they would have been good live service games to have in your library if that's what you're looking to do. But their strategy yeah. was not aligned at the time. Sorry, go on. No, no, I was going to say no. I've got Overwatch two. No, it's sitting full there guys. As well. What am I talking about? Second guessing myself. Sorry. I thought no. There's another one. I was, there's so many of them now. There was another one that came out a little while ago that I thought you were referencing. Well, it's Human Fall Flat, which isn't live service, but feels no, no, no. like a similar game to me. It's all physics no. based and whatnot. But anyway. yeah, like gang beast style, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. But. So yeah, I think even when I I've got sort of like five game? or six games installed. What's that? I'm the what, game beast. Been? I don't know. Well, it just never evolved. <laughs> it never. It just I was, was really excited like, to play that when I saw. I remember yeah. we saw it at EGX Res and there was watching yeah, these yeah. people play it. I was like, this looks really like good fun, but yeah, it just never. You, you know, you there was it's something that you could play for an hour or two and then you'd be done with it. I think yeah. that was the biggest problem. But it didn't really have anything outside of that sort of core versus mode no um 5.99 on steam now good lord mental absolutely mental it's probably sitting on a console somewhere for next to nothing as well it's most likely been given away at some point isn't it yeah you think I mean, one um, of the things being they didn't have online for a little while i'm assuming they've got it now but that was a bit of a killer local only no one's doing local only. Well, it's a nice option to have, but no one's doing it really. No, and they? then you know when the pandemic hit, it removed that anyway, so you had to be online. So if you weren't yeah. ready by then, then you were really fucked. But yeah, anyway. true. Anyway, um, so yeah, basically the point I was getting at is I've got three live service games already, and that at times, especially when I was playing all three at once, and I had Halo on there as well, and I was mm. like, I don't know which one of these I really want to, because you need to dedicate time to it. Like if yeah. you want to progress in those battle passes and make the most of them and do the stuff, it really does encourage you to play it almost daily. Yeah. Um, 
and there is dailies to do. Is, got your weeklies yeah, to do. Yeah, this is the point. You sort of get a bit fatigued by it, and you think, well, one of them basically takes the chart title, and then the rest fall to the fall to the wayside. So yeah. it is, um, you know, I think there's a place for it, as we've discussed many times. But everyone seems to be going down that lucrative live service battle pass, rocket pass, monthly, weekly part, like because it's it brings in the bacon. Yeah, well, it brings um, home the bacon. It's it's a tough one. Like, you probably only need one or two to hit, but still, that's a, that's easier said than done. When you've got the behemoths in there lurking, <laughs> like the fact the that is, those Call of Duty came along, shit, and yeah. that Call of Duty, they've all been shit. Like, there's yeah. not one that's been like knockout kind of good. And to be honest, I'd prefer to have. Um, certain cosmetics and things and very varying cosmetics all the time Yeah. to buy like you used to on Fortnite where it's kind of like something different every day or every week and you can come back and that brings you back because you think oh yeah, maybe they've got something new rather than you sort of pay all this money for a bloody battle pass and you're stuck to it and you go everything's is shit yeah not ideal anyway Sony we have to move on are in my opinion making some mistakes especially after what we kind of saw that perhaps Xbox are finally going to get their arse in gear considering the amount of stuff they showed off, which we're not going to go through. Now, they can't be trusted. This, the, the, when Phil's still friend of the show. I think we was at our wit's end <laughs> after Redfall, but Starfield yeah. could be the dawn of a new beginning, but that still has oh, controversies. Uh, just quickly, another tangent. This is a cup yeah. of coffee that I'm drinking here, just for people yeah. that are listening. I had one earlier. Yeah. So about six o'clock I had one. Okay. Mm-hmm. How often do you drink this coffee? Because on this second one, I'm struggling a bit. It's giving me a headache, I think. And I don't usually right. have more than two a day for the whole day. But I feel We've like got I've... this here. <laughs> so Logan's right. showing off. What's that? What do you call that thing? It's a, well, French press or a cafetiere, right? Go, posh. So one of them's already been drunk. I've been up since about quarter past six. So this is the second cafetiere. So basically, what? I have four coffees before work, essentially, when I'm working from home. That four is. mugs? Well, cups, yeah. Like, yeah, cup. mug. Yeah, but they say cups. Yeah. They mean those little yeah, tiny things, yeah, don't they? Yeah, mug. Yeah, all right. So yeah. that's, that's I mean, about yeah. three cups, isn't it? Based on yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, but it it don't. I don't get headaches. I, yeah, it don't really. I feel like I'm immune to it. I, I don't feel like it does anything there nowadays. There must be diminishing returns on that. Like sure, on the, on the third one in two hours or whatever you're doing, you're like. Ugh. I don't know if I'm gonna have any more the of thing this. is, I left. Yeah, so I left these. I'll finish off this one probably within the next hour. I've only just made it, um, so I'll finish that one off, and then I'll, I'll probably won't have anything. I'll have a tea around lunchtime, so like that. I'll go and I'll gem- generally move on to cups of tea in the afternoon. Right. Okay. Madness. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it started off as like one or one coffee in the morning, then it become two. It's mm. a slippery slope. This addiction but, to caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> I normally have one a day, but sometimes I'll have two, depending on how I'm feeling. Anyway, that's idle coffee chat for the week. Uh, quick, quick little FGL update. We've got a couple of transfers just to log. We've got Paper, who's finally got rid of Homeworld 3, which as we know has been delayed out. He's installed AEW Fight Forever. What's uh, that? That's the wrestling game coming from All Elite Wrestling later this month. Now, I'm excited to play it. <laughs> But is that hopium? It's more just 
it would be fun to play that game because it's AEW, not that the game's necessarily good <laughs> or fantastic. So I'm not sure what he's... He did say this is a risky one. I was like, that's, that's a bit of an understatement, I thought to myself. But mm. that, if you were asking me, and I have no insight other than what I play and what I've done before. Observationally. That, oh, that ain't going to score well. So yeah. as an FGL pick, I find it a bizarre one. So that's, that's mind over matter because he likes AEW as well. So I think he's gone for the, oh, I like this. I want it to do well. He's trying to give that energy out to them. But Opium. There's only, yeah, there's only so much energy you can give these yeah. games. That scores in the 70s, I'll be amazed. Wow. Put it wow. that way. Interesting. But like, mid to high 70s, I should say. I think a low 70s yeah. is possible. But yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I think okay. we're looking at high 60s for that. Or, Interesting. I don't know. Oh, I still want to get it. Very... I mean, just want to just play it because, you know, it's a wrestling game that actually looks like it could be fun to play, but it's very light on modes and, like, depth. And <laughs> half the roster seems out of date, which is going to wind people up, so... Is it a full... What's it, what, what are you expecting? It? What, what's it costing? Do we know that? Yeah, I think it's 55. So it's not the full whack 70 UK pound oh. job. But that's still in the... In yeah. the it's not 30 quid, is it? It's not 40 no. quid, which is where you would say, oh, you're you're clearly aiming at a, a lower market. They're still aiming for top dog, just they haven't done the Jim Ryan where it's $70, so it's 70 oh, UK I see pounds. that as full price at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it, is. it is. It's in that right. window, isn't it? Anything over 50 really yeah. is, is a full price. And you're asking for triple a expectations and yeah. that's where interesting it, it can sting that'll be on sale within a month almost certainly <laughs> almost certainly <laughs> salmon has got rid of moving out two and transferred in the remnant two or remnant two i don't have much knowledge about that moving out is gone from his list but that's the fgl done now there's a couple of different ways we can do this mm-hmm. and that i don't want to rehash conversations we've had but no. they are they are intrinsically linked. So I'm going to think of a different angle for one of these bits and pieces I wanted to to talk about. First of all, Forza Motorsport and Starfield are yeah. both offering this five day early access jobby if you upgrade or buy the uh, I think it's the premium or the or the deluxe premium editions. So if you're in Game Pass Ultimate and you do nothing, you have to wait until quote-unquote, the release date. If you yeah. upgrade, if you're in the Game Pass model, you can upgrade for a cheaper fee to like the premium and premium edition of it and you'll get ac- early, early access, as they're quoting, five days. Same with Starfield. So basically, it seems like they've, they've set, they're trying to set a case. Bear in mind, these are their two last big two games of the year and Starfield's certainly the biggest for yeah. enthusiasts. To me, this suggests this is going to be a thing going forward for most titles most big so, titles so it's just let cool. me let me no, no, get your head around it yeah so you can upgrade the version of the game so you can pay more for the yep. game to play it earlier correct what's the game pass thing you got to do with it game pass says to me every time i load it, load it up it says play these yep. games day one yeah my question is, am I playing them day one if they've been out early access five days that people right. pay so for? So what you're saying is, if I'm a Game Pass Ultimate yep. subscriber, say, yep. why do I why do I not get to pay that early, that five-day... Why do I have to wait five days, exactly. essentially? Exactly. If, mm. Only because... And it's not... I, yeah. It's an easy way to make a shitload of money off of money they already make. I understand the, the business practice. Yeah. That is. But I'm, I'm saying... It's because they market it as you're playing this day one on Game Pass. It's like, well, you're, you're not. 
I know you. they're calling it early access, and that's how they'll get out of it and say, well, it's early access to the game. It's not officially out. But it is out. It is. If people are playing it. You're, fiddling, you're, you're fiddling the terminology. That's all they're doing. And I, just... well, I suppose they say day one. Day, day one will be the release date, the official release date that everyone can play it, right? That's mm. That in the in the way that they're phrasing it, the I'm... phraseology is day one is when everyone can play it and it's officially out there in the shops. Yeah. If you buy, you're basically, it's almost like a bribe, isn't it, in some way? It's like, look, let me it's get FOMO, this a little bit. It? It's, it's play on the yeah. FOMO and get people... To, to spend an so in in this example, mm. if you wanted to upgrade your Starfield, so you, your Game Pass or Game Pass Ultimate, you yeah. get an upgrade. It's thirty one pound forty nine. That's the cheapest you can upgrade it for, and that will give you the five days early access plus a load of Sorry. other shit. There's like a thirty two pounds to play it five days early. You get more than that. You get more than that. You, so you get this, <laughs> the the story expansion. You get the five yeah. days early access. You get a yeah. load of skins and a digital yeah, yeah, and okay, that fine. toss as well, but. I mean, the expansion itself may well be worth 32 quid on its own or whatever it is. Yeah. But, and, and early access might just be a little extra bit. Mm. But it still chaps my ass that they do this because they're fibbing. They're just working around the words and changing what they mean. If the game's out five mm. days early, it's, that's the release date, isn't it? Well, I, it's I being think played. It's, it's being a strange played. amount of time, five days. Yeah, it's not... Yeah. Yeah. Do you not think it's like five days? It's like, well, if it comes out on the Friday, you can play on the Monday. So, like, well, in days and years gone by, I would have been tempted by saying like that. But Why not now? nowadays, I'm like, what's five days? Who gives a shit? Mm. It's not like I'm sitting here, feet up, waiting. Like, no. for any game, really. This is the blower, Logan. Look at this. So, it comes out on the 6th of September, day one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, the five-day early access means it comes out on the first of September. Okay. Yeah. That's a Friday. Yeah. You got I was a just look at that. Dirty the whole weekend. Ba- dirty bastards. Yeah, they know what they're doing. <laughs> they know yeah. how to do it. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's a complete business move, but I think they're playing too fast and loose with this day one and clapping it in, going, "Look at what we're doing for you." It's like, well, you, you're not at this stage. You're clearly not doing that. You're. You're hoping that I stretch my legs in my wallet and say, well, I'm going to pay the £31, hope the story yeah. expansion's amazing and that's, that pays for itself and jumping in five days early. Because I'm going to be sitting there that Friday fuming. You reckon you'll do it? No. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not playing principle? this principle. Yeah, I like that. And also, I'm not being funny. Like, the game might be fucking shit. Yeah. I would never... Like, there's a good chance it won't be, but you never know. There's a good chance it will be. There's, there's, a, there's definitely not a zero percent chance it won't be shit, but it's it's one of those things where yeah. I just day don't... one can they be trusted? No, exactly. They normally uh, genuinely. Yeah. They said it's the least buggy game they've ever released, but I mean, that ain't a hot high, high bar for them, right? So <clears throat> you know, I, I I think especially with air games, they tend to. I mean, I haven't played a huge amount of them. Just from knowledge, they tend to age like fine wines. They get mm. better oh, yeah. as time goes on. Yep. They add things. There's additional content. I mean, there's still ESO content coming out, for goodness sake. Like, yep. um, They're still so, adding stuff to original Skyrim. Not not original Skyrim, but the, in the new versions they've released, the like anniversary edition yeah. and all that, they've added like new bits and pieces to that. They've started you know, 
infusing mods, community mods that have been yeah. quality of life improvement. Yeah, yeah. And, and dropping them in. But yeah, it just... It is dirty bastard stuff. It I don't is. like it. Like, all, I don't that, like the idea. That... Yeah, it's not a crime against humanity, but I, that's, that's what I wanted out of you. It is dirty bastard stuff. Makes you feel like a pauper. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like you're one of the peasants. Can you argue, though, when you're getting that sort of value, technically, the game pass value we've talked about? Well, this um, is what I was going to come back to. The argument from Phil would be, well, you get to play it. I mean, for nothing when it comes out five days later. So I agree with that. I agree, but I just don't like this whole clapping in day one celebration. It's nonsense. I don't like paywalls, basically. Broadly speaking, I don't like that. Um so yeah, it, it does feel like dirty bastard stuff. But you know, Phil's got to get some money back. There's going to be a red L after Redfall. So yeah. I think there was like one million people that bought Forza Horizon Five in the early access period. What? So, yeah. So it works, and that's not even. I mean, it's a popular game, but I would expect Starfield to crack yeah, over yeah. that. So I mean, oh. the, the, you know, Alan in the in the boardroom's gone. Well, let's do that again. It's money printing. Yeah. It, it, they're literally like, this is free money. Why would we not? And you go, yeah. well, yeah. You can't argue with that. Just I wish Phil was a little bit more transparent and said, look, we know it's not really day one anymore. It's day five. But you're oh. still you're still getting great value because you're getting this for yes. 12 quid a month or whatever. And it's like, well, yeah. I, and then I go, okay, Phil, you're, you're right. I'll, I'll happily just take that concession. I wonder if they'll gradually... Um, well, do we need to get the lawyers involved? that phraseology. Do we need to get the advertising standards people and say well they're advertised this is day one is it and get them to have a good look at it oh uh, yeah i mean i don't think you'd win that i think they've been very <laughs> clever with their with their terminology but it makes well, you wonder whether they would rather than saying i don't know i mean the, obviously the big selling point of xbox is that on release date their mm. games are there like yeah. but i wonder mm. whether they might at some point reconsider that position and go It'll be on there five okay. days after release or something like that. It's because... not sexy though, is it? You can't slap that on a day one Game Pass sort of reveal. It's, you know, yeah. really... I mean, it's very true. On the day way five that it's on Game Pass. Marketed. Yeah. I mean... it's a five, you could put it one way. You could go, if you pay more, <coughs> you play it on release date, or you wait five days for it to come on Game Pass. Yeah. That sounds shit, doesn't it? Yeah. But they go, early access, bonus. Yeah. It's kind of like, wow, is it? It's all semantics, isn't it? Yeah. Be interesting to see whether they introduce, I don't know, a new tier of Game Pass where you pay an extra £5 a month and then you get scooped in with these early like They could do something like that to yeah, try and I mean, upsell people. I don't think they'll have enough. I don't want, like, Probably. an elite tier. Xbox Game Pass elite. elite. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, maybe anyway, we should work in their marketing team. I wanted to, well, can work in their operations team and sort these games out, I think, but... <laughs> Anyway, we're on to a new dawn of Xbox, hopefully, but I just wanted to moan about that. It is semantics, but I just don't like this clapping in of day one when it's not. Mm, As long as people say, yeah, we know what they're doing, (laughs) when they acknowledge it, but people don't, and Phil certainly won't. He needs to come on here and explain that to me. What would you do if we actually got Phil on here? I'll say, what's that mean? What's day one really mean? We should do some sort of outreach, I reckon. I will tweet him. Going, do you want to come on the show? Forget kind of funny. I'll tell him I like vampire survivors. And he'll be like, oh, played, he's played like 200 hours of that. Exactly. Anyway, enough of moaning about Xbox. Or maybe not, because so one of the big talking points about Starfield, ironically, was that it's going to be running at 30 frames per second on Series X and S. 
don't know how it's going to run on PC yet. They've put out some minimum requirements. I had a look at it and it might as well have been binary code. So I need someone with knowledge to <laughs> tell me and talk me through what that means to people. But I think yeah. I think I'm okay. Is, is, so I need to position that. I think this PC here should be able to run it reasonably well. So from a personal perspective, it'll get played on the PC if it's proven to be a, you know, a, yeah. a silky port. And to be fair, Bethesda's games historically have always been playing better on PC and consoles were kind of, you know... Second best. Second best, yeah. and that's just how it's always been. I mean, the PS3 yeah. version of Skyrim just didn't actually work. The longer you played it, the worse it got. And there's reports of people 50 hours in saying it's unplayable. Bizarre. It's just, it is bizarre. So we spoke about the 30 FPS debacle with Redfall. Yeah. I think this is different, and I'll explain why. I mean, Redfall in itself just didn't look like it deserved to be running at a lower frame rate. It didn't seem that ambitious. And they also came out ahead and said, yeah, it'll be there one day. We just haven't got time to do it, which begged the question of why are they chucking it out now? Yeah. My angle on this one is the 30 FPS on Starfield has obviously angered people, got up people's noses. But the counter is the game's ambitious. It's doing things that potentially and this is all subject yeah. to change until the game's delivered in people's hands and they can write for themselves it's doing stuff that look like wow that's that's actually very very impressive so the question to you is yeah do we want to stifle and i'm assuming that's all correct as well so i'm making a scenario up here just for the to frame a conversation would you rather they stifled ambition let's say that starfield is that ambitious title just to get the frames on the console. So, or, or can we move past that and say, okay, we played the game, we understand why, because of its ambition, that it's running at a, a lower frame rate, and that's fine with us. Off some points. <clears throat> How have Xbox marketed this console, Series X? Well, it, what is it? They've pivoted. Right. They haven't pivoted. They've stopped saying it, but it was it was the 4K 60 FPS all singing and dancing monster that could gobble up most. Games. Powerful wow. console ever. Yeah, and guess what Phil will say to that immediately? He'll say, well, Starfield ain't even on PS5. It can't run it. So, <laughs> it's their bloody console. But anyway, it, it most is. powerful console ever is what we've been told, right? Until the next and one. It's such a stupid thing out. to say, isn't it? It is dumb, yeah. <laughs> but that's what that's how they've marketed it and positioned it, right? That's why we um, bought it in 2020. And... The simple fact is, is that you and I both know <laughs> games are objectively better running 60 FPS. Yep. And it's arguably become the the baseline, I think, for a lot of games. Now, whenever we've gone back and played anything less, we've both called it out and said, that's noticeable, right? So mm. I, I think what we're talking about is... And I get varied frame rate, by the way, is low, is worse than fixed lower frame rate. Like I'm fully behind that. Well, oh, a 450 pound monitor sitting here mm. can run up to 120, 144 frames 4K, right? In 2023, and what I'm being told is the maximum I'll get from that 144 is 30 on my console, the most powerful console ever. Yeah, now. Yep. I get the ambition, right? And I'm fine if it's a huge, expansive game. <laughs> Bethesda games historically haven't been graphically mm. wow, right? 
I think so you, you can't say that it's because they're stretching the limits of what's possible would you graphically. not with what you've seen would you not argue that this looks a significant step up from their previous it game? does yes it still so look, that, the models still don't look great but the actual world and the environments do look yes. incredible so I would agree it is a step up from what I've seen from them before. It's not, they haven't just gone more of the same. Like, and, no. and I'm not saying it looks shit. Like the footage I've seen, it looks good, right? Mm. There's no doubt about it. I'm not saying I've been blown away in terms of like, it, it, it's like this wow experience, but it does look good and the environments look good and it looks expansive. And I like the detail in the cockpits, the aeroplane, uh, the spaceships, and aeroplanes, but spaceships. Like the, <laughs> I like the attention to detail, but fundamentally, and this is, I'd be interested in your perception of this. Mm. It's No Man's Sky plus Destiny. <laughs> I would say this is more No Man's Skyrim. No Man's Skyrim, I that's, like that. That's how I'd position it because it just it's it's a Bethesda game and, and yeah, yeah, and, yeah, through, yeah and, through. and the shooting, I don't think it's going to be as good as Destiny. I don't believe. No, no, what no, I've no, seen no. and I, I don't think. Uh, but it, when you if you merge the two, mm. you've got something ish, I think, like that. And I mean, I don't know what No Man's Sky runs at, but I'd expect it to be running at better than thirty now. Oh and yeah, but that didn't and I, look. And Destiny runs at. I'm just saying that, and you know, they're two different games. And if you merge the two together, you've probably got something more ambitious there anyway. But objectively, I feel like, and I think it's an easy cop out to say, oh, because it's ambitious, it's okay. Like, I think fundamentally, when you're building a game nowadays, you should, especially something like Bethesda, should be saying, you know, we want this to run slick and i think one of the big criticisms that i had when i played harry potter to start off with is the fucking frame rate that mm. did my head in i had to pull it back to performance mode to get something acceptable um yeah i just don't i i fundamentally don't like games that run at a lower frame rate especially something like a first person shooter or something that requires a first person shooting to be you'd running go, at less than you'd, that you'd go third feels person rubbish. this yeah, but you shouldn't have to then play around the game like that to, to cater for the... And I, I, the thing is, a lot of people are going to have Destiny Syndrome with Starfield, right? <laughs> yeah, because they, they want yeah, it. Yeah. And, like and this is what you're battling up against. And I don't have that. I want it to be a good game. Mm. I want it to do well. And I want Xbox to have a successful like game. But I do wonder, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that want it to be good. And there's a lot of people... And it should still be a good game. I'm not saying I don't think it. I think it will be a good game, but is it going to be a generational game? Is it going to be one of these? Might be. And I think that's where I wonder. Um, and I arguably, the, the, the sim- simplistically, if you've got a PC, you're laughing. I think, but if you I haven't, well, we, we think so. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could be that even on the recommended specs, it runs. Paul, uh, it's your best chance. It, it, At least you've got a chance. You've got a tr- <laughs> it's all you're asking for is a chance, and that is the chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, as I say, I just, I'm, I'm just a bit. It just worries me when games come out now and say, thirty frames is all you're going to get day one. Like mm. it just feels like you're spoiled instantly... Well, yeah, but it's, be- <laughs> it's become the standard. I mean, this console maxes out 120. Like. Going from playing even Rocket League on my old console and old monitor to now is just like chalk and cheese. Like yeah. The frame rates, whether we want to accept it or not, 
really does matter nowadays. Like because so many games run at you know between ninety to one hundred and twenty frames. Like going back, imagine if you play Call of Duty like Warzone, and you mm. went from playing Warzone and hopped over to Starfield. Like, it's your own fault. You shouldn't be doing that. But no. Well, but well, my I... point is, you would instantly notice the downgrade in performance and the way things work. And I, I just you, think, but you'd also that... notice how expansive it is compared to agreed a shooter. Ag- like, agreed. It's yeah. They are. It's. A, I, know, I know what you're saying. It's it's tricky though because it's uh It does look like it's going to be exceptionally big, and there is system upon system upon system upon system implemented. Mm. If it all comes together in the right way, like it's it's, it's going to be nothing like that. And honestly, if they execute this, it will be a generational game. It'll be one of the games of the generation. If they don't stick the landing, it's a different story. But if 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 Mm. what they've shown and it's close to what they've shown and it comes together and is operate, it it simply will be. I think based on what I've seen. And also, you mentioned about the syndrome. The, the syndrome will make it so anyway. So, mm. you know, it, it, it would take a real botch mm. job, I think, at this point, for it not to, to, to reach that level. Um, I, I, I just guess, think it's a bummer. It, oh, I, no, it I, is. I it is. It's a bummer. Of course, it, it is. But, but I you, don't think it should be... I, I really disagree with the idea that But what if they can't get it? Excuses. What, what if they just simply cannot get the consoles up there? Because you're paying... 450 450 quid versus up to a grand Agreed. if not yeah, more yeah. like there is yeah. there's always going to be that gap there it's just that for a while it, it seemed like it closed slightly and i don't know my my feeling is that this will happen more often is that you won't yeah, i think it's piss poor from my i think the problem microsoft have got hmm. is that they've pushed this whole most powerful console three-year-old marketing mate it's done now They've, they've pushed all of this. They've been working on this game for years. You either push it as a PC game. I mean, I don't know why this is, you know, there well, used to be games that come out on PC. And they went, you ain't having that console. Like, they would used you rather to be that? If that's the best way to experience it, and they should say, look, this was a PC game. It's been built for more powerful machines. But they can't say this because they've, but this is the most powerful console ever. But anyway, mm. like and we will adapt it and have adapted it so that console players can play it and because of that you haven't got the the technology you haven't got the the capability to run it at the same level so we've had to basically lower the resolution or lower the frame rate we've had to do certain things and make certain concessions to make it available but they could never position it in that way so the way they've positioned it is they've gone they've they're going we're doing you a favor for the best experience we're going to lock it at 30 day one but Obviously, on PC, you can go and do what you want. So they've done it the other way around. But it does feel like the best way to play this is going to be on a PC because it's got more grunt. Like, the PCs are undoubtedly, as you say, you're paying double, if not more, like, for for a PC. You're going to be getting more than what you get in this little box down here. And and I'm fine with that. Um, But I just wish there was more transparency. And I, I do think that it's just not... I mean, you can accept it from publishers and developers that aren't AAA, but I just mm. don't think it's acceptable to release a AAA game as a 30 front locked at 30 with no option to do anything about it. What if this was 2027? And, you know, the, the future. Game, yeah, so, so we're in 2027 yeah. and Starfield yeah. comes up then it's 30 frames. Would you not say at that point, well, the, the Xbox is seven years old. Like, what, what can I realistically expect it to do? 
don't be releasing. I, I just think that I just think we've moved on from this. I don't think we we've have moved on. No, we haven't. We should. I think yeah, a little taste of it. And I've moved it, on. It's roll. Well, you ain't because the games aren't going to let you move on. They're going to roll. This is all going to roll back. Come 2025, you're going to see this. I think more often than not, there's even rumours of the well, not rumours. There's data out there showing that Final Fantasy 16, which is a demo out now for people, I think it's the first two hours of the game. The performance mode on that doesn't run at a solid 60. It's jumping all over the place. So I, we, I just don't like it. Well, it's it's, it's the, technology, isn't it? This is what happens. when we, It's all the, much better. All the games we had that you've referenced, not exclusively, but most of them were made yeah. also for PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, great. That's yeah. The, so at that point, you're already building for a lower level of technology. You can you probably can't be as ambitious. Final Fantasy 16 is not coming to PS4. Starfield's not coming to Xbox One. But these games that are for this generation of tech only, I think you're going to see this more and more. And I think, yes, it was advertised as the all-singing, all-dancing 4K 60fps monster, but we know technology and game development moves on so quickly that you know yesterday's tech is not even relevant in some, yeah, yeah. In some eyes. So I think, honestly, <clears throat> next year and into 2025, this is going to be more of the norm. It's going to be... Yeah. It's going to be I, back to how it was. And then I was- may well be in the minority, but I fundamentally think that frame rate is better than resolution. I, like, I agree as well, yeah. And I, as I say, we, I might be in the minority, you might be in the minority, but Probably. I think games are fundamentally better to play when they run better, not when they look better. Hmm. And I've got the capability for both, so it's not like I'm sitting here going, well, I just want what, what works best for me. Like I, I could easily do resolution, but I always go to performance because I think the game is just better played in those ways. And I I don't like this idea that we should be... Sorry, you can probably hear the bin men in there. <laughs> the lorry needs a bit of WD-40 on it. Yeah, but I think I, I just think it's just a better way to play games. And, uh, it is. I don't, I don't like this move towards wow. resolution over frames. I think that's that's my overall gripe with things. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm I'm not shitting on Starfield. I don't want it to be crapped on. I, I want it to be good, and I want people to enjoy it, and I want Xbox to be successful. But mm. just concerning. Well, like I, I think this is going to be the norm. What's in, What's interesting is that what is is what I think will happen. Crystal ball bollocks now. So complete nonsense. PS Five will have a Pro Edition out. Maybe not next year but the year after next. And what will happen is developers will lean on that upgrade to have the 60 FPS modes there. The the vanilla PS5, they'll say, well, we can't be asked to optimise it down for that. Or we can't. It'll, it'll be the excuse. So I think there's going to be a gap. There'll be a, a PlayStation 5 Pro that has a 60 FPS performance mode option. Vanilla PS5's 30 you know, at, probably at a lower mm. resolution as well. And what's interesting is that Phil even came out and said that a Series X Pro or Uplift isn't needed at the moment. He did say at the moment, which I think, yeah, mm. tomorrow we don't need one. No. But I think there would be a, a market there for them later on in the gen if things start to drop down yeah. in terms of the, the, the frame rate standard. So but it's interesting that he said that when the big game that's come out is running at a you know, 30 FPS, which is clearly a sticking point for some people. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see on that. But that's what I think will happen, is that you'll get more and more of these 30 FPS locked experiences. Mm. 
if you want the frames, you either go PC or you buy a PS5 Pro. Or if they if they do crumble and get a, a, a souped mm. up Series X, then you go and get that. But um, yeah. so I guess the guess the question is to wrap this one up is does this now is that it now Starfield out the window for you because it's running at not because it I is never, more of a walking I, I will say this and I'm not I'm not mm. using the term walking sim as a, a horrible term I love them but. The, the way they show it off makes it like a full-out action game. They're, they're not action, full-out no. action games. They're RPGs that are built around questing and exploring and things like that. So a lot of the time you are just wandering around. Mm. And in this one, you'll be flying around. But does this is this like a no-go for you now? Is this it? Starfield dropped in the bins? Far from it. Okay. I mean, you know, historically, these aren't my kind of games to play solo. I, you know, I, don't, I haven't done the Fallout, so I haven't done, you know, any of that. I mean, I, 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 I won't say... No, but I, I'm not sitting here eagerly anticipating to play it day one or five days earlier or anything. I'm going to see, I'm going to watch some of the gameplay, I think, when it comes out, watch some of it get streamed and, and see what I think of it and see whether it, it, it's the sort of thing I want to play or not. But I'll, I'll go back to what I said before. I think Bethesda games are fundamentally better sometime after release than day one anyway. So I'm not that fussed about it no i'll um i'll definitely be looking for how it performs on pc and whatnot yeah um, i haven't completely ruled out pc at the moment either so well that 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 one that i think hall post is actually pretty good i mean it's not cheap it's four figures so that again yeah. that's the sort of minimum yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're looking to spend yeah. so it ain't it ain't gonna but then you should see an uplift in performance for that but there's all i just i don't have a a i mean the laptop's dead yeah, it's all intents and purposes. It's gone. I don't want <laughs> another laptop. I don't need another laptop. So the next logical place to go is is PC. I've got the monitor for it yeah. now. Like so, it's starting to make more sense than it did a couple of years ago. And obviously, got scuppered by prices in the pandemic uh, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous. But it's you know, I think I'm starting to come around to the simple fact that if you want the I mean, I'm reluctant to say the ultimate experience. If you want that... You've got a better chance of getting it over there. Yeah. I mean, you haven't got a guarantee because you've seen some dreadful ports, which Salmon's to this day denies, even though the evidence is there for everyone to see. They've yeah. been they've had some shockers in the last year, 18 months. But yeah. those that, that, that are pro- produced and done well, you you can't compete <laughs> it will it no, will just run and, no. run and look better and i've it, got basically i've got zero interest in keep upgrading these consoles every three years uh, mm. I, it's wearing me out yeah. I, I, I i'm starting to think should have just got a series probably... s and gone look i know i'm getting sub performance here and then i'll accept anything i'll get given no i don't like the idea of buying <laughs> something that's not top tier what's available but <laughs> yeah i think you know it's it, it's probably going to be the way of things and yeah. um if that's the way things are going, I don't want to, you know, if you, you know, not everyone can stick their hand in their pocket like that, but I'm fortunate that I could potentially could. Um, so yeah, I think I'd much be much more open to that than, you know, having to trading consoles or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because actually, again, one of the, they've been doing the rounds old Xbox, Phil and co. There's all sorts of comments and quotes we could have pulled from today. But one of them is that Phil's saying, quote, PC, the PC audience isn't a window. It's a market that deserves our games day one. So they really are doubling down on the PC side of support. Mm. And like I remember we spoke about the um, the the financials that came out and they were saying Game Pass subs have kind of 
they're not growing as quickly as they were on console anymore. They feel like they're getting towards the upper end of that, but they see mm. PC as a real growth market. And I mm. wonder whether that will be now the focus going forward. They kind of got their console pipeline locked down. And it's like, what can we do to get more of those PC fucks over? And, you know, Game Pass in itself yeah. doesn't lose any intrinsic value being on PC. Like, that's still a great deal if you've got a PC only. Nearly all the games now are day and day on PC. In fact, yeah. some of them, like Age of Empires and, and historically Flight Sim, go to PC first. Yeah. So are Microsoft pivoting <laughs> to become... Well, Microsoft slash Xbox becoming more PC focused than console. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think things are definitely in a better place than they were a few years ago. Um, and you've got to remember, things like Flight Sim and whatnot were PC games. They yeah, weren't yeah, console exactly. games. Like, that's where they come day one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, if you wanted to play Flight Sim, you played it on PC. It was yeah, simple yeah. as that. So um, it's good to see that they're <clears throat> focusing not just on the Xbox as a console, but on the broader market. And I think it's the right thing to do. I oh, think yeah. if you're looking at how you can bring more people on board and and, and access a wider market, clearly yeah. you've got a, a, a huge pool of people there, a bigger yeah. pool than if you just targeted your console like uh, PlayStation tend to do. Yeah, And you've got the advantage that they're selling their games on Steam as well, so they're not not saying, oh, you've got to install yeah. our Xbox app. So if you want to buy it a la carte, you, you still got all those people on board. And mm. um, and also there's the synergy that Microsoft are Windows. Yeah, and like, exactly. It's, just, it's that thing yeah. that it's just it's just kind of all there on a plate for them. So actually it, it makes... Mm. They've got the advantage in every way there, yeah. like 100%. There's all sorts they can do. But I'm, I'm interested to see how they, how they do in that space. And I, I, there is a feeling somewhat that this Series X has been a bit of a a blown purchase for me i'm not going to lie because it's it's taken effectively and this just again assume starfield is great and good and whatnot it's taken nearly three years for it to get to that stage and it's been sitting there as a dust collector and you say well you've been playing persona at fringes of hours i go yeah i could have played that on the pc though PC. it's yeah. it, and it's almost like now i've like committed to getting the pc i really should have thought about <laughs> whether i needed the xbox but i did it did it in reverse i got the pc it's easy in hindsight the of course it's easy in hindsight and who and, knows um, in five years time if that xbox is still running and this pc might be well out of date mm. it might that might actually be the the, the, the blower there but there's a somewhat it's definitely now a question in my mind is next gen if and when that arrives is it just build a pc and be done with it use playstation paper as ahead of the market um, yeah, paper did drop yeah. the consoles and went. He went for PC, and now that Sony are shipping their games over a year later, yeah. I mean, it's, could you wait a year? I couldn't, so I'd probably need the PlayStation. But Xbox yeah. make an easy decision by saying it's coming day and day everywhere, and you know, mm. some of our most of our games will run better. Anyway, yeah. all interesting stuff. <clears throat> we'll close down this particular segment for the week. I'm going to give the guys Bayonetta free. Adkins sat down and gave us his impressions of that. So that's what's going to close at the podcast for Idle Game Chat. Any final thoughts? No, just that I agree with your assessment around basically the Xbox becoming slightly redundant in future. I think yeah. it may well do. Maybe. I think it'll always be for people that want to have it, but yeah, as, I mean, as an enthusiast that kind of invests quite a lot of money into it, I'm like, I could probably save myself half a grand. It, yeah. in, in reality, yeah. I, I could. And what am I yeah. losing? Not Very a great little. deal. I'm losing, four, thing. I'm losing 4K because I've got a 1440p monitor. But outside mm. of that, like it I, runs. Again, as this, we've this, discussed, though, do we yeah. really care? No. Is that is that really no. a blower? No. It's not. 
No, I could get a 4K monitor if I wanted to, but then that comes with extra costs because you've got to have the rig to run it. Yeah. Um, no. Well, look, we'll close out this segment. Move on. Bayonetta 3 coming your way with Mr. Adkins. So we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Here we are then, back with a game report. To close out this edition of Idle Game Chat, joined by the reigning Dim Digital Gaming Quiz champion, the four-time champion. I daren't say the reigning, because this is every chance this doesn't go out to 2024 because of the backlog. <laughs> the and backlog. therefore, you may not be the champ no. anymore. But if you listen to a couple of, an episode, it's probably about three years ago now. <laughs> yeah. But when this was recorded, it was only last week. We're episode, both dead when, by the time you listen to this. Logan, <laughs> yeah, Logan wanted to be named as the two-time champion. Mm. I'm the four-time champion. Exactly. But you'll have to get in the backlog for that because it's now 2025. It can, and be. We're both dead. <laughs> we're both gone, so <laughs> cherish these memories. Anyway, we're here to talk about Bayonetta 3. Cool. So the Nintendo Switch getting wheeled yeah. out of its wheelchair, and we're like, look, let's get this old boy out. Let's cool. get Bayonetta on, exciting stuff, and get cracking on this. Um, yeah. Let's start with the basics, the cards on the table, as we usually oh, do. We, we had to play it on the Nintendo Switch, so there's no way yep. of doing that. Now, you have a, I would say, a pretty exhaustive history Ooh. with... Uh, Bayonetta and some platinum games as well. If you're talking about yeah. the Astral Chains of Society on Switch, like these Switch only um, games, but you fill in the folks. What's your your thoughts on the Bayonetta series of one and two, and then what's your thoughts of uh, of platinum as a whole, and particularly some of the some of the collaborations and partnerships they've done with uh, Nintendo yeah. on the Switch. Um, so yeah, my history goes back. To the beginning, I think I have consumed every piece of media oh. that Bayo has has to offer. So you've got the free games, and they did a anime series as well, which I also consumed. They did an anime series. Yeah, they did. Was it rated R for weird. mature? I think well, it's it M was. for mature, isn't it? R. Bayonetta rating. I don't vaguely. Was it a film? There was a film. It wasn't an anime series. I've oh, lied to you. It was a film. It was an anime film. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what the rating was. What was it? No, it's just give a score. Uh, I don't think it would have been that. Certainly not that raunchy. So I wouldn't have thought it would have been an 18. <laughs> but it should have been because she does get a kit off a few times. You never see anything. <laughs> but but no, no. So yeah, from the beginning, I think it was. I remember if I would have been playing. Might be one of my first platinum games. Hmm. Would have, or maybe Metal Gear Rising may have. Yeah. Possibly because that was a platinum, wasn't it? Um. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it would have been on that trusty 360 when I first played Bayonetta. Um. Loved it. Yeah. Thought it was brilliant. Um. That had that. It was something to do with the geezer from Devil May Cry. Yeah. One of the, one of the team boys. But yeah. Um. Yeah, loved it. Brilliant story. Very weird and crazy in anime. Two came out on Wii U, so it was like, Wii U exclusive. Obviously, I never got involved in that. No. Many sane people didn't, except from Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Salmon. Salmon did as well, didn't they? Salmon did, yeah. (laughs) But then, when the old trusty Switch came out, they done a 
2 re-release on Switch, which also came with one. Yes. A version of one. And then they released a PC version, annoyingly, which was even better. But, um, yeah, so I bought that. And then, yeah, I've played through two. Really like two as well. Two was fantastic. Better than one, in your eyes? No. No. Interesting. Some people do. Some people yeah. do. Some people say it's the God's gift. I, re- I don't know. I just really like that first film, uh, first game, sorry. The story was very good. It felt very compact and tight. And then two was a bit crazy. I was like, oh, Christ. Three is even crazier. So, yeah, yeah so I played one, two, and three. And then three got announced, and we didn't hear nothing for four. No. Four years, was it? Three, four years? Long old time, because, yeah, number uh, number two came out in 20... I did it a second ago, 2014. Oh, oh blimey. So it was... Was it the first? It might be the first or second year of Switch. It came yes, out towards yeah, that. Sorry, 2018? the re-release would have been, yeah, 2018, I believe. 2018, all right. So it's been... Oh, well, just under five, maybe coming up, yeah, five years, four or five years since I played a Bayonetta game. Yeah. But yeah, played both of them. And then finally we got, wasn't that long ago either, was it? It was like an, an update and with a release date. And they sort of let the world know it was there. Um, And then, yeah, Bosch, here it is. And I think I played... they revealed it ages ago and then we got nothing for like you no. said, for a long time, and they've just long, they long seem like it's a bit of a. They was like, right, it's ready now. Let's let's get it out there. Yeah, it's sort of yeah. Where was the other one? It was announced the same time as um, Metroid Prime Four, wasn't it? Yeah. And they seemed to both be in like development hell, but there was oh. nothing really said about this. It wasn't like, oh, we've restarted. Metroid it or anything. Prime Four is still an unknown at this Hell's stage. Going, as we yeah, record it's not this. even <laughs> Unbelievable. But um, no, yeah, come out. Got it on release date of all days. It was one of those ones I had pre-ordered for a decent price and I didn't really anticipate playing. I think it was when I was playing Elden Ring still, I think. Yeah. And I think it came out and I was like, oh, I forgot about I've ordered that. And then it came and I was like, oh, I'll give it a go. Played it for a little bit and it inevitably got its two-week gap <laughs> sat on the sidelines. <laughs> and then, yeah, just recently I made the decision to cut all subscriptions and focus on my physical games. Yeah. And it, it sealed the deal and it gave it a good solid. And then I think I was only about three hours in and then, uh, yeah, polished it off and played a bit, bit of what I had to offer. So, yeah, oh. I'm here to speak about it. How long do you reckon it... I don't know if it's got a clock or anything to keep track of your saves, but how long yeah. do you think or know so that, I... that you spent in it? I spent 18 hours in the campaign and yep. then done a little bit of farting about with some other modes it had for about another three hours. Nice. So I'm on the like 21-ish, 21, 22 cusp, I'd say. Almost impossible for you to remember accurately, but is that about as long as the last two or longer? No, or... that's longer, longer. I feel the first two, the first one certainly was the lock. It was about 10 to... 15 hours max yeah i'm thinking about 10 12 they was quite short because they're so high energy high 
fucking fast-paced craziness and the stories. I don't think you could handle one for fucking 30 hours long because you're like, what's going on here? I forgot about I'm this. Exhausted. And it was annoying as well in the first game. It was like the cutscenes were really weird. They were just like slides of images. It wasn't actual pre-rendered cutscenes mostly. It was mm. had a couple, but it was a lot of like storytelling through pictures and this weird film. It was an odd decision. Glad to report they've been there and they've gone for actual cutscenes now. Yes. But yeah, so yeah, this this one's definitely slightly longer. It's a definitely a bigger game. Yeah, um, just got how so. long to beat up, which is not. I'm always well off these. More, you add five hours to every game, and I'm, that's about <laughs> accurate for me. First one, eleven and a half hours. Second one, they're saying nine hours is main story only. Yeah, I remember. Sh- yeah, two was quite short actually. Because I only I remember paying full price for it, playing it once, going cool, and then putting it down. I think fuck it, I've just spent like forty five quid on nine hours worth of gaming. Wow. And they've got the third one ranking at thirteen hours, Ooh, and then of course, so it's a slog for me. Well, main main plus extra at seventeen and a half. So oh, maybe that's more, 18, so that's more me. Yeah, that's more you. Again, who are these people? Sometimes you got to query. Mm. I mean, it's useful data as a you know a rough guide. Yeah, I find on how long to beat. But that's that. So look, here's the. I want to introduce. This is interesting, just for the sake of it, since we've got a trilogy mm. here. And I heard that they can. They're happy to make another nine games or something ridiculous. One of the oh. one of the developers said, "Not like good God." <laughs> If you're around for nine games, I'd be surprised at your rate platinum, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so on Open Critic, Bayonetta OG, 85. Sound, yeah. solid, lovely. Bayonetta yeah. 2, 91. Cool. Game of the yeah, Year nominations coming out did. of its arse. I'll have to replay it because, I've, yeah, I've seen, like, after watching reviews and stuff, and there's so much hype for that. Is a... I liked it. I really did like it, but I just remember liking one more. But That's the one where I was like, oh, I might have to go and play these. Play these, yeah. And then Bayonetta 3, no disgrace, back down to 85. 85 so coming cool. down of, of, of scores think, there, and that yeah. kind of cooled me off a little bit. I mean, 85 is still a great score. I don't know why that... Yeah. Oh, only an 85, and it's only cooled me off, is it? <laughs> Playing Callisto Protocol for fucking hours at 68, so <laughs> these scores can't be trusted. Exactly, no, that is true. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, f- Flat. Flat. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'd... Yeah, I'd agree. Well, mine would definitely be a bit more, but... So, Bayo 1 was... Bayo 1 would go up. Yep. I like, from memory, 2 would go, yeah, down a little bit, but still pretty high. Yep. And then 3 would go, whoop, another little bit lower. Another bit lower, so it has... Another bit lower. Okay. And it's just... um. It was their decisions they made. It's their own decisions, Adkins. They can decisions. do what they want. It is a bigger scope game. Like there are the the. It's still a very linear game. There's no beaten track. Well, you can go off the beaten track yeah. to an extent, but it's big nooks and crannies. It's still point A to point B. Kill what's in the way, and um, thing. But there's a little bit of exploration you can do, and you can pick up collectibles and to. But what they did is basically for the story. The story was a ve- it was fucking weird, and <laughs> it was it was one of these multiverse. Yeah, I heard things. the. I don't, so I, like, I don't know the exact setup, but I mean, yeah, I've heard that that's where it, it delves into or kind of cuts its teeth. And I was a bit like, you yeah. know what? I don't... <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm not sure no. about this, but so it, I think it would be confusing to a player that's not played one and two. So you're saying so if, you, if you're going to go into this, do one and two if you I'll can do one and two. Yeah, just to get the because the story so confusing as it is because it's so Japanese and so confused. They really do go to town with like weird stuff there's like dance oh, there has been in every single game but there's like dance scenes in the middle of yeah, the game yeah. like, at the end there's like a freaking it's not a spoiler but it's just a they do it every game it's like honestly there's like a video of them dancing and it's it's about 10 minutes long and you can't skip it you just have to sit there watching them dancing and i'm like right but yeah so the story is very it's very japanese and very anime and I don't know if it's just where I'm getting older, but I'm getting more and more sort of intolerable for <laughs> the crazy weird, just because I don't really watch it anymore. No. And um, it was like, it's it's classic sort of um, multiverse tropes, like, you know, like we've had with the MCU and, yeah. and there's been a few films with it in. It's been done better, I'd say. But, I hope so. Yeah, so it worked quite well in a game setting because they could pull from different universes and whatnot. The enemies, there's there's these new enemies called Humunculi, which are these weird, like, man-made blob creatures that just (laughs) chop and change. And, yeah, they just come out of nowhere, and it's it's very all-endgame and, you know, Marvel endgame, that is. A very endgame-ish. But yeah, um, combat's incredible. Combat's okay. really incredible. Like the best the series has ever been. There's this new system called Demon. Oh, Demon. Demon. Blah, blah, it. It's been about three days, and I've forgotten it already. <laughs> Demon Slave, that's it. Demon Sorry. Slave. It's because there was a similar feature in uh, Devil May Cry 5. Mm. Um, so I'm getting confused. But yeah, Demon Slave. So basically, in the first games, you'd do your fucking combos and then you'd get to, like, you could do like a finisher and it would be like you turn, your hair turns into a fucking demon and chomps the fucking enemies to death or whatever. Cool. In this one, there's some story about she has like a contract with them and then that's, it's weird because it's a different Bayonetta from a different universe, it doesn't work. Yeah. So you can now control, so you, there's like a button, it's a bit like Astral Chain, remember where you had your little companion and you could play with him at the same time while fighting, hey. or you can do do this with These this. So you, tickle the bullets, so you can get the fucking demons to come out whilst you're fighting. Yeah. So it, the combat is... Are they completely, like, individual? Like, is yes. it, you haven't got to worry about controlling them? You just no, chuck them out and no, they just start to go to town on enemies? There's some that do, yeah. There's yeah. some that you, you... I think you press, like, L on it, hold L down, and ones, there's ones that will you'll have to move around, and she just starts about... Or there's ones that... Um, that you can control and move, or, or you could just carry on, and they auto... They'll just auto-battle whatever's going on. But there are, there's a lot. For every time you like go through a level, you end up with like go through the level, bit of story, loads of enemies, big boss, and then at the end of the boss, you then get this either a new demon and also a new weapon that you then can choose from for your will. And you can have you have two loadouts at the same time, so you can just press a button to switch between. But there must there's like a big clock wheel, and there must be, can't be at least sort of ten or twelve different 
weapons or demons that you can, can collect throughout the game playthrough. So there's unlimited amount of fucking variations you yeah. can do and thing. But I still fucking was shit at it. I mean, the best I got a few <laughs> platinum. I oh, just that graded really. Well, every, so every encounter, every level you get every graded. single encounter. There's so like the way the levels work is like you have a level. Yeah. And then there's like chapters, like but the chapters are basically an encounter. Right. So you'll go for a level. You can miss some. That's annoying. Oh. That really annoyed the fuck. So if you don't search an area, or there's these like little tr- trial rooms that you go into, and it'll be like kill ten min- ten enemies in one minute. Yeah. If you can't do that, and you fail that, you've then missed that chapter, so you won't get a little. Uh, rank for it. Can't you and not it restart gives... it or try again? You could restart it, I suppose, yeah, but then you have to start from the beginning. But of the entire level? Of the entire chapter, yeah, to get it. Because if you go past it, you can't go back. You're like, fuck, say. And then that detriments to your score. So, like, my average was a gold, but you've also got platinum and pure platinum. So I've got a couple Do we need of... to introduce pure platinum to our system could potentially that is an absolute and flawless master oh, fuck's that pure platinum what, what's the pure platinum is not getting hit that's, yeah, yeah that's the complete perfect thing no, not getting hit i did achieve that once on one or two um occasions what but a nice achievement on that on, on exactly, another console yeah exactly oh yeah that is annoying there's no fucking the trophies on there <laughs> but yeah, so oh, but the ranking system fucked me off so much because I'd go through that, I'd be like, right, I'll get a platinum, then a gold, 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 silver, silver, gold, 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 overall I'd get silver. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, for fuck's sake. Get dragged Every down. Fucking, it really does. Those those silvers kill it. So that's, that's really annoying. But in terms of combat, the best the game has seen. Story, serviceable... Yeah. Well, the other one's good story-wise. They just there to be. They just noise to service the action. Yeah, they were nice to. It's all about the combat. These games, which for that, this that is what brings the game. You know, this is why the game is getting the good scores because its combat is so good. It's typical hack and slash. They've really perfected it. All but they do introduce a completely new character that they force you to play with. Oh yes, yeah. And I am. Unfortunately, to say she's a bag of fucking shit and the most <laughs> annoying character. Um, she pl- is basically, a, you've never played the De- Devil May Cry games, have you? No, I've seen a fair bit. But... So you've got like the main character, and then you sometimes play as like the, the character's brother, Virgil. This right. is basically their version of Virgil. So it's like a character that's similar in sort of what she does, but she plays completely different. So whereas like Bayonetta's all flipping around and she does all these like you can put bullet time and all this and you can do all these fancy moves. She the this new one's like a witch in training, but she's mm. got like a samurai sword and so you can't bullet time by a sort of dodging. You have to do like a, a parry with her sword. Oh. So and it, they found it so annoying that so much they've just recently patched it to I saw they the timing. Yeah, they've increased the so window. They have increased it, so and I only I did get to play a few chapters with the new patch, which it was slightly better. But overall, she's she's um, yes, it, it's it's anno- she's annoying to play. She's an annoying character. I didn't warm to her at all. I didn't care for her. And worst of all is they've made some terrible, terrible decisions regarding her in terms of the story. So right. okay. that's definitely impacting the game. And um, yeah, yeah. So that so it's quite interesting. 
have a new character, that, but just not yeah, her. The, just not <laughs> her. She, I, I don't know why they thought this Does is a good idea. Does she strip off when you start pumping? No, nah, that's. I think that's. I think that's the reason why I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> She's too woke. She won't strip. <laughs> she won't strip on command. She don't want to play this that's game anymore. I get they needed to change it up because there was. Like well, there were some like fun modes in the first two games that once you completed it, you could unlock it with another character that's quite a fan favourite. Mm. And she played slightly different, but very only slightly different. Whereas this one is a complete different mechanic, and that it, she still has her demon slave. She has like a cat that she sends out, yeah. And then you turn into a boxer and you start punching everything. It is very different, but I, I just didn't warm to and be fair on in a game that's that. called Bayonetta. Yeah. Exactly. You no, know, we'll turn up for if a bayonet and not some understudy that's in training. So I can exactly that. I can understand that being an, an irritation, especially if you won't strip. Bloody hell! Exactly. I mean, that is pathetic, isn't it? But <laughs> in twenty twenty three or whenever you're listening to this, yeah, believe it or not. But yeah, combat was incredible. Very good. Yeah, story, meh. It was. It was. I could see what they were going for. Grand in scope. Um serviceable but it's classic multiverse tropes yeah nonsense questionable and the the antagonist was meh and just you're <laughs> like oh like i don't know the stories have just been and the characters have been much better mm. um yeah it wasn't as fun but yeah what else again the 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 world, like the levels and stuff, they were, there were some, it was some cool level design. But I took the, the other big thing of, about the game as well was its performance oh, and presentation. Yeah. So that's that's another big part of the game. So this could, it's if this was on, on that PC, potato. So. if this was on PC, this could be, it'd need a fucking HD boost, but this game could look like an absolute goal because one and two like one is a fucking brown mess like it's it's mud (laughs) exactly yeah it's a lovely game brilliant game runs perfect but the fucking palette is just mud basically that's what he's got he's going i want mud two they really did go right let's make this gorgeous and they use you know they go to different landscapes it's all colors it's lovely three is gorgeous but not on that fucking switch. <laughs> I've never seen worse AA ever. The old Andy Alison is uh, fucking jaggies everywhere. Oh no! It's just, it, the game is Linneman's worst nightmare. Linneman's last week. It, he has got this bob on. He said it is. It's outpowered the switch. This mm. game. They've they've tried to max it out, and in doing so, they fucked it because it, it's glaring, <laughs> glaring how poor it is. It <laughs> runs like a pig because of how good it looks. <laughs> So it's 60 FPS, which is nice to see, but there's hitches and fucking stutters all over the show. And yeah, textures are muddy because of how low res they have to be because everything else is so nice. Yeah. They use this weird, like it's part of the enemies. um, They leave this like gas behind, but... It's peak like, gas. It is peak gas turns up, and he, he like they like fill levels with it. And it just looks weird. <laughs> they have this. Do you remember, like sometimes when you like go through an enemy, like you it's sort of um, when you like move the camera and you go into an enemy or inside yourself, yeah, and you see that sort of checkerboardy like weird. You can see like the fucking mechanics of how the game works. Yeah, there's so much of that in this game because yeah. the camera in this game is an absolute piss shithead as well. <laughs> <laughs> I am really shit at this game now. Piss shit. 
Isn't Fisher, the camera work, because there's these new demon slaves in it, the camera's zoomed out a bit more, but because they're fucking big monsters, mm. the camera just gets stuck in after time. So stuck in them. It, so you're like stuck in it and you're fucking trying to fight and find all these enemies and send these fucking big beasts out and slap us with their tits out. You're like, go on, off you go. It's like some big slag that you can send out and she does damage. <laughs> but... But yeah, the camera gets stuck. It's tedious. It's annoying. Um, yeah, I, 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 I really wanted to love this game, but there because there is deep down that combat is fucking the best it's ever been. Mm. Uh, if you want to play a hack and slash game, this game is the one because it's the best combat. It's fucking incredible. There's a plethora, plethora of weapons and choices. But, but. does do does the What's the frame rate like? Is that so? It's it's okay in it seems to be okay in combat. Well, well, it's got, my question was going to be: Does the technical issues affect the gameplay a little bit? It or hinders. It hinders does it? hinder it because it's, I'd say it's like sixty fps, mm. most seventy percent of the time. Right. Well. So there's like moments. The thing with this game as well, which people have been slagging it, but I quite like it. Is it takes the game right? You, you know, yeah, you did play Near, didn't you? Yeah, Near Automata. Do you remember where that game that would like switch and all of a sudden you'll be playing a different um, type of game? You'll be like, oh, yeah. oh now I'm like isometric, and like some bullet like, hell thing. That's yeah. it, exactly. Yeah. It does that a lot in this game, which is quite fun. There's like some cool stuff in it. There's these side missions you do, which yeah. are just another chapters, but it's like a 2D stealth game. It's like really weird. It's it's integral to the story. Yeah, but. It's quite. It's quite. People didn't like it because it broke the sort of rhythm of the game. But I quite liked it because it was something different. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's lots of that. There's like a bit where you're fucking fighting, and then it turns into like a sort of Street Fighter esque Godzilla fight, and you're fucking playing that. Then you're fucking. F- it, there's lots of like them highway chases. You're going along. There's lots of that, and it's some of it's really fun and exciting. But there's a lot of that when them types of parts come in it cuts down to 30 fps and you're like fucking hell what's going on here mm. because there's so much shit going on at the screen at once and they're going yeah this is going to be the best looking i think what they've done is they saw that pokemon fucking shit and were like cool we can't let it look like this let's make this the best looking game we can get and they've gone for that photorealism but that uh, that's the thing with this this game just makes the switch you just realize that that's so old took now and needs a revamp <laughs> It really does. It's a detriment to the poor Switch thing, it, you know. Making the games worse. It's making the games. If this this shot, I, will, I hope this is. It's annoying they never did it with two, but if they does get a even a fucking console release, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'd oh. love to see this game in in full 4K. You know, Nintendo unfortunately published the last two. Yeah. They sort of pulled it out of the fire. So that is unless Nintendo trouble. start putting a. A Sony and a PlayStation and putting their yeah. stuff on PC, which I would fucking adore. Happily pay for that. Well, I don't think brilliant. we're going to see Bayonetta 3 or 2 appearing elsewhere, no. which is a, you know, a shame. But if there's a if there's another Nintendo platform which is more powerful, maybe they could. Yeah. Maybe, na- think, maybe yeah, naturally, if it's backwards compatibility, could like use yeah. the at least get the frames up to like 99 percent but exactly sounds like some that. of the other yeah. stuff they've done where you said they've pushed it and got the aa on there that's got to be reworked so it'll take exactly a- yeah i think that would definitely help this game i think that's what it was lacking it was 
You know, the combat alone is enough to carry this into into fucking upper echelon scores because mm. it is such fun and you're used to that type of game. Character, the story for me, yeah, just was serviceable, but nothing I was expecting more. Soundtrack. Soundtrack. Yes, soundtrack is good. It's still the same sort of thing. It's stick. It's always been known for its. I don't know what sort of music. It's weird sort of fusion <laughs> of jazz and dance and weird. Now music is top top notch. Very good. That sticks it. So that carries on with a plus. Difficulty. Difficult. All right. Easy. Difficult. Hey, hard to get the pure platinums for sure. But that's that's the thing. I was trying to think of this the other day when I was like, how difficult is this? I didn't die much. Yeah. Into. But I didn't score very well. Yeah. So it's it's very it's easy to play, hard to master, I'd say. Okay. Um, because yeah, it's hard to be good at this game. You're you're ranked on combos, damage, time, and then it sort of melds it all together and gives you a score. So if you're absolutely ripping it, this is the annoying thing in the ranks. If you're absolutely ripping it up, you're changing all your fucking things, sending out these demons, doing combos, but you get whacked twice. You'll yeah. get like a gold for combos, a brown bronze for fucking a brand, da- a brand for damage, damn damage, <laughs> damage, and then you'll get like a fucking silver overall, and you're like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, and then you just like <laughs> it just leads onto it, and then you're like, right, well this is fucking toss, isn't it? So yeah, story serviceable, combat fucking incredible, story meh, music brilliant, technicalities. Needs work needs is a work. big hindering fact. Interesting. Any other business? Any other business? What are you fucking doing, Platinum? You've ruined the series. You've no, the it's series. they're obviously they're taking it in a new direction. It seems like they're taking it broader as well because we've also, which is quite fun. I didn't realise this at the time. There was a thing in the game where there was like a you basically have like a main menu, which you're quite like. It's like a big dartboard, and you throw. You throw, throw your dart to get to, to, to get some new to get to the next mission. But there's also little like posters in the room, and you click. You can click on them, and it takes you to these different like end game modes and stuff. There's you know mm. your typical horde mode and fucking all that to yeah. some hard bosses. But there's also what I didn't know is at the beginning there was this like hidden chapter, and you had to find. There's this book that is called the hidden chapter, and it was three keys you had to find within the game, yeah. and that unlocks a demo. To do you remember in the last um, direct there was a oh sw- the banner origins, banner origins. It was a demo to that, but no one knew what it was. But now oh, since that's been announced, yeah. they've just completely unlocked it and gone. I'll play it now. Nice. Did you play that? But, I did, yes, yeah. It's quite interesting. It's, it's completely different, isn't it? <laughs> it's completely different. Yeah, it's yeah, it's weird. Have you played it? No, is it, is it? no. Oh, it's not. It's, maybe it's just on that game you can play it. But yeah, it's yeah, it's a weird. T- I mean, I've, I, it looks like it's more story orientated and what they're going to go for. Mm. But yes, it'll be interesting to see. Like I say, they, it definitely looks like they're sort of opening up the franchise and they're going to try and appeal to other people other than. Sick perverts like myself that play this game for ah. for its fan service, but um, but yeah, yeah, interesting. Overall, yeah, um, I had a good time. It's I, I I liked it the more I played it. I think like I was really I played those first three hours and I was like, uh, 
Yeah, small bayonetta. It's I, I was I didn't play and it didn't go, it didn't grip me by the bollards and say stick with this. That's why I put it down for a little bit. Yeah, something else come along. I think it might have been fucking Callisto actually, Ooh. something like that. I remember texting you saying, "Oh, I've got that in the backlog." Anyway, the more I played it, the more I, by the end of it, I really was like, "No, it is a good game. It is a good game." But overall, like I say, there was a lot that hindered it, and it it wasn't the it wasn't the saviour I thought it was going to be. Um, no. And that's it is down to a lot of the change like changes and decisions they've made that people will disagree with me and they will enjoy, but. Me personally, I didn't like the changes and the direction they're going to go in and going in and have gone in. So frightened him off. Well, let's see. Gaming gallery. Obviously, enter into the reception area. Yeah. And uh, there's no yeah. there's no staff in today. Sort of got the, no the run of it ourselves, so we can go where we yeah. want. Got the Awful. got the VIP bar upstairs that we can go to and just bin it off, or mm. we can take the time to walk over to your personal exhibition and display yeah. Bayonetta 3 alongside all the other games that you've deemed worthy yeah. on there. I'm going to unlock the code. I'm going to unlock the door and kick it right in so it can go in. It can go in. What I'm going to do this in is in the fashion of how the how the ranking system works. Right. And I'd go gold, 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 bronze, gold. <laughs> so this, therefore, Bayonetta 3... <laughs> Gets a silver. <laughs> Gets itself a silver. Bayonetta three. It's not. This. That's good enough. No, it's not. It's not to be sniff off. It's, it's worth a playthrough. If you've if you've played if you've played the others, definitely play it because it's Bayonetta. You're gonna like it for the combat, the story. You you know there's to enjoy the story. It's a fun play. It's a fun play. But I don't know if you. It, for you now, if I was, if you said to me, Should, "Can I borrow that and play it?" I wouldn't recommend. I'd go right. No, don't. No, you can't do that. <laughs> go back and play one and two and realize how shit this third one. Is. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. To, but it's not. It's the worst of the three. I'd say right. definitely worst of the three because of the mess story, the questionable performance, and the decisions they made with. New characters and directions being taken. Fair so, enough. yeah, fair enough. But there's something there. There's, there's something, something there. there for people. There's something there for fans to, to get into and not a particularly bloated game either. No, so that's the can... good thing. You could probably do it quicker than I did as well because, yeah. like I say, there's one you, you could miss stuff. Um, you can miss the chapters. You can just literally run to the end and miss half of it. If you you can play it on, there's like casual. I did have a little go on that because I wanted because I was getting fucking silvers and it was pissing me off. I was like, you can't. So I went back and what I was like, oh, stick it on easy. That we'll see if I'm really good now. And I think I'm not hundred percent sure. It probably is easy, but it felt exactly the same. Mm. But you don't get ranked, so you just oh. get. a purple little coin and it says completed wow. and I was like that's better I'd just rather do that yeah. I fucking hate that being judged on everything I do <laughs> yeah, every, every mistake he makes all exactly blown up and exposed yeah wow but, um, yeah lovely yeah, jubbly fun. Bayonetta 3 Nintendo Switch silver from Adkins it'll be forever sitting there in his exhibition inside the Dimp Digital Gaming Gallery if you've made it this far we thank you for listening and or watching but there's nothing more for us to say here other than thanks for your time and ta-da
This was a Dimp Digital production.